You are listening to Any Given Sunday, Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in at least three households this week. I just want to say a quick hello, welcome uh, to everyone on YouTube who has subscribed and is listening live. Uh, We look forward to participating with you guys and you made sure that you did check our tweets and click that little uh, little icon to, to let you know when we're going live. So welcome aboard. This week, it was a big week, a week that had the Eagles, the bell, yes, well done, Cats. The Eagles take down a depleted 49ers, a week that had the Chiefs have a hard-fought win against the Bagels. The statistically greatest quarterback of all time has called career for the second time. And any given Sunday, Australia has gone global with an interview on SEN New Zealand, which was, uh, we will get into that a little bit later. But joining me as always is our work experience kid turned pro at Danny Webb AGSAU. How are you, mate? I'm fantastic. Uh, nursing a little bit of the sniffles, but uh, we'll get through today. I'm sure you two boys will carry me. Oh, yep, as we normally do, but we won't, we won't go too far into that. And also our ever-reliable TC24 at Tim Carty AGSAU. How are you, big dog? Good, Macca. How are you, brother? I am. I'm pretty, I'm still on a bit of a high after our little New Zealand trip. How, how are you, boys, after that? Mate, it was good fun. It was a, yeah, it was a good experience. Hopefully a bit more of it in the future. It was nice to be touched oh, yeah, with I've, a little bit of fame. I know a few people... Yeah, I know a few people that watch or listen to it. So we have been told that we'll get some footage and we'll put it out there in the future, which would be interesting to see because there's a bit, fair bit of banter from their side, which is grass. Yeah, it's good. Mitch Mitch loves it. He's not scared to throw throw a little bit of shade around. Hit me up about the pillows in the background or the cushions in the background. <laughs> not only that, he hit you up about it and then he also tweeted you about it as well. So he's just doubled down on you. The tweet, the tweet was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did. I liked that. It was... Uh, it was a nice little uh, jab just afterwards. It was good. It was good. No, it was good. It was good fun, yeah. You've like, kept like the pillow said, too, which is even better. Hey, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's a staple. You'll be able to see it through. <laughs> yeah. Go through the back catalogue. You'll be able to see it there. Nah, <laughs> it's booty, a famous pillow now. Uh, it's not Insta-famous. Yeah, what's exactly. what's Twitter-famous? <laughs> what is that? Still Twitter-famous, uh, isn't it? Is there a version? It's definitely a thing. Uh, are you all over the... Holy <laughs> shit. Of uh, just check. Oh, we've got a few on there already. Yeah, we've got Matty Baxter said it was good to listen to us here in NZ. So Matty, obviously tuning in from New Zealand. Thanks for jumping on, mate. Nine thirty over there. So he'd be he'd be joining us. Uh, We we had the the comment from Millsy last week that we're going to rate our drinks. We're going to have a drink on a Friday night. Uh, Oh yeah, Cardi, what have you? What are you shipping off with? Uh, We'll touch on. I've just started. I've just got a little. The it's not little. League. It's definitely not little. The 500 mil recorder league, the strawberry lime, just easing into it. It's a nice, nice easy drop to start off the night. So and that's da- where I'm at. Danny, you said you're a little bit unwell. So are you playing by the rules, or what are you doing? I am drinking a beautiful ginger <laughs> lemon tea prepared by myself. Nice, great, nice. Unfortunately for myself, that is that is still more manly than the. <laughs> Uh, lemon and lime bitters mixed vodka that I <laughs> had to scrape through. Uh, so oh, I do thank the the missus for supplying 
<laughs> is she upset? What's, what's she drinking if you've got that? She's on the VBs out of the back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A bit more manly. I was going to say, I, but I was gonna say no, who we you are... blame that on your missus. It was definitely you. It was definitely your purchase. You, you yeah, sitting through yeah, BWS yeah. being like, come on, lemon lime bitters. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like that. That's my favourite shade of pink. I'll buy this. Yeah. <laughs> Mishka. Mishka is... Come on board. Where are they from? Doesn't even say. It's kind of Russian. <laughs> it does not even say. <laughs> oh. Maybe we won't get them. They might be uh, helping with the war on crime and all that kind of shit. Uh, anyway, we're going to get straight into... And I haven't got it up, so I'll, I'll pad a little bit. We're going to get into last week's games uh, before we talk about any news and injuries, especially with Dr. Danny. Uh, did you boys, were you lucky enough to sit down and actually watch the games? Yes, I was able to get through both of them. I'm, I'm on leave at the moment, luckily enough, oh. so I was able to watch both of them. I think, Danny boy, your your experience wasn't as good. Uh, yeah, well, I managed to get through most of it, but I'm not going to say I watched 100% of it because that would be a lie, but I uh, got through as much as I possibly could nah. under the circumstances that I was under. Yes. Well, you, nah, you, you did. fought through it. You did. But me and Karts, we are on annuals, so we were able to uh, get a bit more of a, a cast over it. So I'll go through all the stats, and then we'll just have a bit of a chat. It was the first game, Philly versus San Fran, and Philly got the job done 31-7. to seven. Uh, it, it ended up a little bit of a blowout due to the fact that, well, everyone's saying, which I'm going to have my say on this later, but due to the fact that San Fran lost two of their quarterbacks, um, and one of them came back, so I didn't lose two of them. Lost one, then the other, and then came back. And but uh, Jalen Hurts end up with only 121 passing yards uh, and only 39 rushing yards, but obviously more than enough. They they did split them up front. So Gamewell had 48 rushes, uh, 48 rushing yards. Miles Sanders 42. Like I said, Hurts 39. And Boston Scott. What do we? What was his nickname last week, Danny? Was it the Giant the, Killer or the, something? Yeah, the Giant, giant Slayer. Killer. Yeah. Giant, giant slayer. Giant slayer. Well, he's popped up with 21 yards on six carries and a touchdown. And they were all they were all rushes touchdowns. I think they – did they even throw it? I don't think they did throw a touchdown. No, all rushes. So two for Sanders, one for Hertz, and one for Boston Scott. On the other side, like we said, they lost their QB earlier. It was the third play or fourth play of the day when Brock Purdy went down. We'll talk about that. He went four from four for 23 yards. Uh, Josh Johnson – Came in, 7 of 13 for 74 before he had a concussion and was out for the rest of the game. So it was a lot of it on Christian McCaffrey. He had 15 yards, uh, 15 carries for 84 yards. So he did his bit with a, a, a Cardi, I know you saw it. Was a, it was a very, very delicious touchdown, his one. I was, uh, I've been a fan of him. Like I've got his helmet up above me, but that touchdown was something uh, to, to be seen, I reckon. It was incredible, wasn't it? Like he... He bounced off, I don't know, maybe three or four different blokes and then won the foot race to get into the end zone for the touchdown. But, like, mate, he's just he's just a beast. Like, he gets the pistons, the legs pumping, and he's just hard to stop. He's, a, he's only a little fella, yeah. but far out. He's obviously got super strong core and legs, and just the way he busts through tackles and breaks through and just gets extra yards. And, obviously, in, in that instance, he went, went forward and got the touchdown. But, yeah, mate, that was awesome. I think we texted straight away. I'm just like, wow. Wow. That was impressive. Absolutely. We will just hold your horses, Danny. I'm going to speak with Karts a bit. I know you're chomping at the bit to say how good the Eagles were, but I want to get, <laughs> Karts, your your thoughts on, do you, do you actually, 
the, the whole narrative afterwards has been, you know, if Brock Purdy stayed in the game, it'll be different. Um, even Josh Johnson, if he had have, you know, been able to, I, I didn't actually see the hit that got him uh, a concussion, but if he was able to stay on the field, it could have been a different story because where Brock Purdy come on and couldn't throw it, you know, over a jam tin, really. Do you think? No, they, they literally they literally lost all the ability to forward pass once Johnson went down with the concussion. And even once Johnson was in there, he, he was looking so shaky. Just, mm. I don't know if it was the occasional, because he's a vet, like he's been he in the is. system for quite a while, but he looked super shaky. Didn't look like they were going to, you know, complete many passes with him out there. Um, but to your, to your point, to your question, I think it was if, if Brock stayed out there 49. Uh, Do you yeah, think it's a different through, game? Why? Yeah, definitely a different game, but, the Eagles just still look so strong. And that and the the defensive side of the ball for the 49ers, they didn't really lose anyone. So they they were still at full strength and they weren't able to stop the 49ers from putting on what 31 points. 31. So you know, they've been their their defense has kind of been the main story throughout the year about how elite they've been, like, you know, best some of the best numbers in the league. Um, obviously they weren't able to stop the Eagles. So I don't know. Yes, it would be a different game, but I think the Eagles still get it done. Yeah. Now, I 100% agree. Danny, hold your courses. I 100% agree. I, I just think, I don't know, Oregon Shanahan, there was a lot of video of him on just really losing his cool, um, like just at the refs. Like they're not going to change their mind. They're not going to be like, you know what, you're right. I'm going to pick up that flag. I'm going to give you back your 15 yards. Like I just think they, once he went, Purdy went down and even Johnson went down, there was no... They were, they were rushing. That was it, you know. McCaffrey can throw. They had Juszczyk, who was actually not uh, named as the third QB. Uh, you know, I'm sure George Kittle can can throw it around. There was just – they went rush and that was it. Or, you know, two-yard two, two yard little dinks and see what McCaffrey can do. I, I think they were still too too worried about the Eagles' D. And, like, Vin, Vince has brought it up in the chat, but the Eagles' defense, defense was, like, they were on point too. And I think yeah. Redick – Reddick, I don't know if you mentioned him already, but he he was mate, he was a game wrecker on the weekend. He was he was getting in, putting pressure on. I think he got a couple of sacks. Um, what is it? What is it called when um, the say McCaffrey? Like they did one play with McCaffrey lining up as the quarter. Is it wildcat or what's that? Yeah, called? no, wildcat. Wildcat. Sorry, yeah. wildcat. So they they only literally properly tried that once. I think it was. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's just based off the fact that they were too worried about. Phillies D and like yeah. the, the pressure that they were able to put on and I don't know they were just nervous it was potentially for the turnover going for those sort of wildcat plays like a lot of the commentary and tweeting and stuff at the time was like why aren't, they, why aren't the 49ers trying to do more but I just think they were genuinely just really worried about that Eagles D. But what's the point of being worried you're just going to let it play out to be a 31-7 game like you might as well have a crack and go down 40-7 to yeah I suppose but I don't know it's it's a tough call, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, it just like, it, watching yeah. me watching the artist felt like they not they didn't throw it in like they like you said the San Fran defense was still they didn't have anyone too big missing. I don't think like the big names were still there. Was it Greenlaw or Warner? One of them went down early. Looked like he had a stinger on his shoulder, but he got straight back into the game and kept playing. But, yeah, it was that was early. That was yeah. That was that in like- First, first, first two series. or three tackles, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't look good, but he came back. He came back and he was fine. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not really an excuse, I don't think. And, like, they put 31 on them still. So, and like you said, yeah. uh, the, the the Philly defense, what did he, Hassan Reddick, two, 
two sacks, one tackle for loss. They had five tackles for loss overall. Even, well, San Fran had seven tackles for loss. So they were, I just don't know. They, they did lose the plot though. Like they were giving away yards almost for fun. Like there was one, I reckon Philly had a punt and they got roughing the kicker. So 15 yards, Philly kept the ball, ran down and scored. Early on, which could have been a game changer, I'm, I'm sure Danny would bring it up, the the catch down the sideline, as soon as he got up, uh, Devonta Ooh. Smith, and started doing these ones and, you know, quick, get down, get down, I'd be looking at that going, he's, he's dropped he's the ball. He hasn't caught that. I'll be throwing the flag. Let's let's have a look at that. But they didn't. I know it was early, but they went on to score from there. Does that, does that change the game? Like, realistically, if they throw the flag there, San Fran get the ball back. Purdy probably doesn't get hurt in two or three series time. So I'm saying that it's it's uh, old mate. What's his uh, coach? I've forgotten the coach's name already. For who? For San Fran. Shanahan. Shanahan. It's his fault. Should have thrown the flag. Yeah, he should have thrown the flag. flag. They would have got the ball earlier. So it's his fault that Purdy got injured. That's my. Yeah, true. That's true. my. That's my. <laughs> that, that, but, that's all right, Danny. Off you go, mate. <laughs> let, go. Him, let him loose. Let him loose. <laughs> go. Uh, no, like obviously, I've this got is the only video talk for the whole night. But go. Uh, no, I'm not going to go on too much about it. Uh, the Devonte Smith thing, like that, was a clear message. Like him knuckles in himself, and the whole team knew they rushed yeah, down so there, nice. and they snapped. But like, why wouldn't they have a signal when he knows he didn't, potentially may not have caught it? Why would you not have a signal and try and get the whole team down there? And I agree with you, Mac. The whole game would have changed. There would have been a higher chance that Purdy never would have got injured in the first place. And I feel for him getting injured. He's done his UCL. Uh, so they're talking minimum six months, but probably more likely six to nine months for recovery. And then even then, like, what's he, is his throwing arm? Like, they don't know if he's going to make a full, like, quarterback recovery. He'll make, he'll make a full recovery as far as normal life goes. But as far as his throwing arm, it's still a little bit unsure on what's going to be the outcome of that, which is uh, quite sad. Not Even as a Philly fan, uh, I said when we were on the radio the other day, I wanted to see Brock Purdy play the whole game. I wanted to see them be competitive. And it's like as soon as he went down, the whole team was like, well, what do we do now? Because their offense and defense, they both kind of crumbled. The 49ers had a good enough defense. The Phillies shouldn't have been able to put 31 points on them as easily as they did. Because they definitely took the foot off the gas towards the end. Uh, so they probably could have put, kept on putting on more points as the game went on. But the fact that they only got 31 on them, uh, it just showed that the 49ers defense, once they saw that Brock went down, they were like almost relatively threw in the towel, it seemed. They definitely weren't as competitive on the defeat, yeah. defensive end as what they had been. We were, we were talking before this game, and we were saying that it was going to be a game of defense. And that still could have been the case when you don't have your quarterback or not. Still yeah. 100% could have been a game of defense, which it wasn't. Um, some impressive things, though, obviously seeing Jalen Hurts not afraid to rush the ball. I know you said it was only 39 yards or whatever it was, but he was, wasn't just rushing and sliding down and like, you know, kind of like taking a knee after he got his yards. He was still going in there, really take the contact. Uh, even though the throw probably shouldn't have counted to Devontae Smith, that was an absolute bomb, perfect dive, hit him perfectly, and it was a decent amount of distance. So I feel like his shoulder is doing better than even what he's letting on because uh, he's still saying that he's still dealing with it. But as far as the eye test can go, he's looking pretty pretty damn well and uh, looking like it's not going to really bother him in two weeks' time. The old pub test. Pass the pub test. Yeah, the pub <laughs> test. classic pub test. Yeah. 
But like, and that was like, I don't think we can we can state how big that pass to Devonta Smith was. Fourth down as well, like real early, just a not a not a game changer, but just a tied setter almost. You know, it just gets things moving. I can see Cart's laughing. I'm, I'm presuming there's a bit of chat on the the live stream. We'll get to it in one second, Cart. So I do we'll like going it. back to the to the fam and seeing what they think. But overall, I think awesome win for Philly. Um, there, there, there wasn't. I don't know if they were. Were they favourites or? Yeah, but only by two and a half. Nah, Philly favourites, but only by two and a half. It was yeah, it was a really close line. Yeah, but I don't know. I just the general feel that I thought was it was the Brock Purdy show and San Fran were going to come in and roll you. So to to get that not a monkey off your back, but to to just come out and actually play well and beat them must be. uh, You must feel pretty good about going into two weeks' time. Yeah, like I said before, like a little bit more of a trial. Uh, I still would like to have been by a couple of touchdowns, don't get me wrong. Uh, but a little bit more of a test, like without their defense, like crumbling it, as they kind of did. Would have been good, especially coming up against the Chiefs, but uh, I'm sure we'll get to that in the next coming weeks. We will, we will. Karts, what are you all over on the uh, out of the fan, mate? Uh, so there's a few things, we'll, there's a couple of things that have popped up uh, from. Megs in particular that we'll touch on after we've done the games. But Brendo was just wondering if um, all the big boy T-shirts are in the wash and what what are your young fellas wearing if you've got their T-shirt on? <laughs> no, I just I just got out of the gym, mate. I had a bit of, a bit of nervous energy before tonight. I thought tonight was going to be a big big, uh, big podcast. So I did think oh. I'd put it on there and thanks for are noticing. Are saying mate. that's an extra large and you've just got a big pump on? Nah, it's extra small and I don't have that much of a pump. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm really enjoying my vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brendo. Yeah. Oh, you're extra medium. It was a genuine chuckle from you. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, it's still I'm pretty happy with it. That's right. Pretty happy with it. The only one that has a proper. I know Maxie's got a good little gym set up, but I've got a proper gym and I don't use it enough. But that's all right. We're getting off track. We we'll get on to his ba- uh, Maxie's bagels. Max, yeah, Maxie's bagels and Brendo's Chiefs. We didn't. Uh, this was the the, well, I won't say what it was because it's kind of our little group thing. But it, it was an AGS Cup leading into the AGS Super Bowl because we have two going ahead of each other again, which is Correct. awesome. The AGS brother bowl as well, Ooh, which would we'll yes, the web bowl. <laughs> I like it. We haven't really given that much, but we will next week for sure. They got the job done, Brendo's Chiefs, 23-20 to 20 over the Bengals. Uh, Paddy Mahomes, 29 from 43, 326 yards, just a lazy two touchdowns to go with that. Uh, and Pacheco, I said that he was going to have a big game, and he did. 10 carries for 26 yards. He's uh, he's had an absolute uh, rip snorter there. But they didn't rush the ball too much because Paddy Mahomes was just tossing around everywhere on his one leg. Uh who was their receivers? They would have had a few big... Oh, that's probably one thing that Carter's going to bring up, I'm sure. They lost two or three of their wide receivers during the game. Um, but Mark... Three. three. Yes. But Marquez Valdez-Scantling stepped up. Six receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. And he had a pretty big play where he was held down the field to keep him moving as well. So um, you could almost say seven receptions. Travis Kelsey, just a standard seven for 78. I did call that one. And a touchdown. Uh, Pacheco did. He did all right. Five five receptions for 59. So he's had nearly 100 between the two. So good on him. Uh, but the Bengals, the Bagels, I should say, didn't quite live up to the hype. It was still a cracking game, so I'm probably being a little bit harsh there. But Joey B, 26 of 41 for 270, 
one touchdown, but two pretty disappointing interceptions during there. I'm sure Maxi can agree. Um, and he was their large, biggest rusher, four carries for 30 yards. Mixon, who I was expecting a little bit more out of, uh, only the 19 yards on eight carries. Uh, T. Higgins had a pretty big game. It was I was watching, and they the, pretty much the commentators. It was a reverse curse. They said T. Higgins has touched the ball twice and has gone for five yards, and his next four receptions went for 75 yards. So he's ended up with six receptions, 83 yards, and a bloody nice little touchdown in there too. That was pretty funny. That was almost instantaneous. They just mentioned how yeah. he had the one the one reception so far for the game, and then it was bang, bang, bang. Like he got the next four or five. Yeah. Yeah, and he was, he was like the number one target for the next few plays. But I don't know yeah, if they were doubling quite... Jamar or not, but he ended up with six for 75. He still played pretty well. But, yeah, definitely that. It was probably a two or three set series. Um, T. Higgins was the man, wasn't he? Yeah, well, they were definitely doubling Jamar. Hmm. Uh, that was that was pretty evident. Like, he, he was pretty well covered most of the game. But, yeah, it, it was the game that we thought. But the biggest thing that I think has come out of it and Cardi, I'll get your opinions first, is probably the, the umpiring. Uh, do you think it was up to standard or, or not quite? I think, and so it, it goes hand in hand, what I'm about to mention, but the bagels, like they, they seemed off and like they were giving away so many silly penalties. Yeah, the, the refs seemed pretty flag happy and that's been mentioned a bit. They were a very flag happy crew and there was a couple of interesting decisions that happened. Mainly the... the um, the replay third and nine. Yeah. Um, I think that was the most sort of dubious one. But it was definitely most like evident anyway. Footage. Sorry? It was the most evident because it was like... Yeah, but like there's that zoomed out footage of the ref trying to come in and stop the play just before um, it started, just before Mahomes um, threw it. But oh, they snapped the ball. But um, yeah, the way that that all went down was weird. But like, you know, that that penalty late to... Is it Osai? Is that how you say his yeah. name? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was clearly there. Like they were just giving away stupid penalties, like consistently throughout the game. Like they were their own worst enemy. Like I was getting frustrated for them, and like thinking about Maxi watching them. I knew he would have been super frustrated watching. Him. Like they were just giving away stupid penalties and like keeping themselves and keeping stopping themselves from getting any sort of momentum. Like it felt like you know they they were you know that far away from sort of breaking the game apart or you know just getting a quick drive going and scoring a touchdown. But just, yeah, silly penalties just held them back all game. So, yeah, the refing may have been a bit ticky-touch at some points and flag-happy, but I don't know. The bagels seem felt like their own worst enemy to me. Yeah. What, did, what that, do you reckon, Danny? How, how was the refs oh, in your eyes? Just with that whole, like, the call on third and nine where they literally let the whole play run. Like, yeah, okay, he went over, the ref went over waving his hands. But then the whole play still ran. And then they were going to be on like a fourth down. And the punt that, team came out on the field. Like yeah. it was a long time before well, they rectified. And to bring that, all they were trying to do was get two seconds back on the clock. Like that was all they were trying to fix was just get time back on the clock. So there's been a few arguments that they could have let that play run and went to fruition. It was a it was an incompletion or whatever. Put the time back on the clock then. It's still fourth down. They're still going to punt. Nothing changes. Hmm. Put the two seconds back on the clock then. Yeah, and surely because of what has happened, there potentially might come a rule change out of all of this. As the fact that if you all you're doing is stopping the play and the play's already ran, just put two seconds on. You shouldn't replay the play because that's all it was for. It wasn't there wasn't yeah. a flag. There wasn't there wasn't a false start. It was just to put two seconds back on the clock. Yeah. Because yeah. that that. But do you think ends, if it becomes a bit more dubious though, like? What how do you mean? mean? Like what if a situation where so. 
So they were two seconds under or two seconds over? I think they needed to put two seconds back on the clock. Okay, so what if the clock ran down to zero and we weren't quite sure, uh, you know, was it within that two seconds or was it outside that two seconds? And, you know, Pacheco runs down the side and, and scores a touchdown. They're going, half the team will be going, you know what, it was within, it's play on, like we, we don't change the rules. Like it's it's going into a bit of a grey area there, wouldn't it? But the clock wasn't at that point. That's a different situation. Like yeah. Was- if the clock was at that yeah. point, oh, I agree. That's, but I'm saying, you, you, if you're going to change the rules, you're going to be prepared for everything that's going to be coming. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if that's a. I don't know if it's a rule change. Like I don't know if that if they can let that go and just adjust the clock later. Yeah, I don't know. I think the biggest thing that'll come from it and should come from it, and which I've known for a little bit, but I'm sure you boys have probably only just found out recently, is the referees aren't full time. They are. Guys with normal jobs that, you know, do podcasts during the week and then they show up yeah. and uh, referee Making the games. Yeah, they seem to be. Uh, and then they show up and ref. And, like, they've got their own little teams and they travel around together. I think it's only, oh, don't quote me, 17 actual refs per position. Um, and I, so you think there's 16 games, isn't there? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure there's, they double up on games and things like that. But surely... They're making X amount of millions of dollars a year that you can say, look, there's $2 million, go make the refs. Like, they can practice in the off-season. They can do reviews every – like, make it full-time, surely. Well, there's enough There's enough stuff happening in the off-season for them to be full-time professionals. Like, you go you go to training camps and you, you ref for the the teams that, like, that are during training camps or any sort of practice matches, like – and. Anytime there's not games or anything like that going on, they're studying, like, oh, getting that's, better. That's yeah, there's definitely so much cause for them to be full-time, you know, professional referees. Like, yeah. I think it's a similar situation here in Australia, isn't it? A lot of the umpires, uh, like, it's their second job kind of yeah. thing in the AFL. It is. I was waiting for Danny. Come in, Danny. Oh, so, <laughs> uh, so I've just got, got to be announced to come in these days. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's we it learned really that the should, other day. <laughs> yeah, it really, uh, really should be a full time position, and the fact that it's not, um, the like the officiating in this game as a whole, like Cast was saying, was very flag happy, and everyone on Twitter was blowing up saying that it was rigged and all this sort of stuff, and they're like, oh, there was misplays on the last. Oh, we'll get onto that. Plays. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah there was miss miss holds on the last play and all that sort of stuff, but a lot of that potentially could be avoided if they were full-time and had more time to practice, yeah. watch more footage, and was literally getting paid to like re-officiate games as they're going on or even have like a video ref that's on site as well to be like, this is missed or this should be happening or stuff like that. They're, they're all got headsets on. They can yeah. all be communicated to. So even if you had like a, a you know electronic referee there who can sit there and like rewatch plays and stuff like that, I think it'd be incredibly important. But yeah, having them full time is a must. Danny, I'll stay with you. Like you just said, flag happy. I got no problem with the refs being flag happy if they're there. Like I hate the word flag happy. If they're if they're committing the penalties, then call the call the penalties. But I, I hate that being like, a, oh, they they threw too many flags. I was like, no, well, fuck the bagels were giving away too many penalties. It's their fault. It's not the refs' fault that he was holding him on the play and and. You know, or, or tripped him up, or you know, pass interference. That's not the ref's fault. Like, 
I hate that. Yeah. It's flag happy refs. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But if they play, if they're going to call a flag for one thing, they got to call it at both ends. So if they call, uh, if they throw, yeah, got to be consistent, hundred percent, and, and they're missing, they're missing flags at the other end, which did happen. Uh, they need to be calling it at both ends. So that's that was why I was throwing. Are around. the NBA refs full time? Uh, I'd say so because of the eighty-two games in a season per team. It's a lot of games. You have to be yeah, full time. Probably makes it a little bit hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah, nah, fair enough. Uh, Besides that, like you said, Osiah, I think his name was, that was a huge play at the end of the game. I don't reckon um, Butker hits the, the kick if he doesn't have that 15 yards. He's only young. They still lost more, weren't they? Yeah, they, and they would, the, the commentators kept saying how, you know, blustery it was and, you know, 50, 55 yards is getting getting pretty big kick at that point. I don't know if it was into his yeah, face said, or, or across. Game. Pre-game, neither kicker tried over fifty, anything yeah. close to fifty. Yeah. Was it a cross breeze or a straight up and down? Not sure. Must have been a bit of a cross breeze. Yeah, because you think if it's straight up and down, it's favouring one end, isn't it? But yeah, I do feel for. I think he's only twenty-two, maybe twenty-three or so. And he, yeah, I think he's got second season. Yeah, so you feel for him, and like it happens like that. But it was a it's clear foul. Like you know, hindsight's twenty-twenty, and we get fifty replays of it after the game, and you can see Mahomes is clearly out of bounds. But you know, he's a big fella. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's at full speed, just trying to chase him and get him. Get him out as quick as he can, and he, he just sort of that's that split second decision. Obviously, yeah, wrong. Yeah, and, uh, gave away that penalty that ultimately cost him the game. But you can't really hang him out to dry. I think it was other. Definitely, it wasn't that one, that one instance that cost him the game. It was a it was a series of things throughout the game. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And he still had a cracking game. He had five tackles, well, he did. three like, he solo good. tackles, he and good up a tackle for loss. Point. Like yeah. two quick QB hits, probably not including the one that was. A foot over the the sideline, but yeah, yeah, it's just it sucks that it, it all comes down to looks like it comes down to one play. But like you said, you, there's so much in the game that it's so easy to, to just yeah boil it all down to that one play when it yeah. wasn't. It was you know it was a series of things throughout the game. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. Like heat of the moment, uh, all he's seeing is Mahomes. He's, not, he's probably not even looking down at the ground. He's probably trying to hit him to get him out in his mind. Hit him to get him out of bounds, so he yeah, doesn't get right. any more yards. So it's a it was a really tough position for yeah. him to be in and. It's been a, like a, he's trying to do exactly right. He's trying to do the best thing he could. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. what, yeah, like what if he leaves him and he scampers for another ten or fifteen anyway? Like, and then he's in the exact same spot you would have done if you had a, like you know had got the penalty. So it's yeah, it's yeah. A, you should have just pushed him into Harrison Butker, and that would have made it a lot lot different. I reckon he's on the wrong sideline. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, did you see the old bloke get absolutely smashed too? Yeah. I don't know who he was. But fuck, he... That was the bagel sideline. But, yeah, oh, he he disappeared under Osama. Oh. Like, and I reckon there was... He was there and then he was gone. I was like, oh, yeah. no, he just killed him, man. Head into and the bleachers and... The hyperextension on his on his knee. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, it did not, not look good. He did well to get up and knock. I, th- I saw that and I was immediately worried. I was like, oh, no, he's done something serious. But he was able to get up and there's obviously been nothing coming out from it. But, phew. Look bad. It's that will lead me into a... Uh, actually, no. I'll leave it for questions. Yeah, exactly right. I'll leave it for questions without notice, that one. Uh, even though that's a little Ooh. bit of notice. Did that give us a bit of notice then? <laughs> no, not really. I don't think you know where I'm going. Do you Do you have any more to say about this one? Or are we going to speak about that old boy in Dr. Danny? 
Uh, that's no, that's it for me. I think. Danny, you got any more to say about the bagels? The last little, last little ribbon to to Maxie or not? Uh, well, it was a tough. I was watching with Maxie, so it was a tough watch for us both because you know, oh. I. <laughs> you already up I, and about. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, you know, I always want to see, you know, teams do well, and the fact that they weren't and they are. Uh, they lost themselves the game, I think, well and truly before that uh, last drive by the Chiefs. The game was the game was already lost before then, I think. Yeah, so they did. They did. Yeah, it's absolutely. All right. Yeah. Thank you for calling Dr. Danny's office. <laughs> we'll go straight into Doctor Danny's office. Yes. The doctor oh. is in the building. Do you? That was elite. <laughs> Do, you... Oh, so Do you have an injury report for us? Probably just to the two teams that we've got coming up in the next oh, week. Yeah. Uh yeah, I do. That was good. That was that click on me by surprise. I was <laughs> and also and also chucked. That was um, really good. So just yeah. quickly, uh, like I'm going to try. Bit, and, but... yeah, I'm going to try and fly through these a little bit because we've still got you know a week and a half before the actual game. There's you know, a bit there, and all this is probably going to change. Um, so Hertz has come out and said that you know, he's getting there with his shoulder, but we've already discussed that earlier. Uh, this is all for Philly, by the way. Uh, Landon Dixon is done. Uh, he's still out with his elbow, so he didn't practice. Uh, Lane Johnson, groin, Cam Jurgens is hip. Uh, Robert Quinn, foot. Uh, Avante Maddox, toe. And then Aaron Sipos, ankle, has actually been, uh, yeah, actually been returned from injury reserve, which is great. So there's actually discussions. It's great for us anyway as Aussie fans. So there's discussions whether uh, he will actually replace Brett Kern, who replaced him for the Super Bowl. So they're bringing, by bringing him off injury reserve, at least they can uh, you know discuss and try and figure out what's going to happen over the next week. So they're going to try and figure out what <laughs> he's, will... a, he's an option at least. Yeah, he's an option. He's an option, and I guess they're going to see how they, they both go and practice and almost pick the pick the better one of the of the two to play on the big day but that'll be uh for all us australian fans that'll be a massive thing if he can uh, come back and actually suit up and get on the field for the super bowl uh next we got the yeah, injuries the more, the more Aussie in the is that the last regular season game danny when sipos got hurt making that tackle week, week 14 wasn't it yeah i was gonna say was it, it was three or four it was weeks earlier ago, i reckon yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. It was three week, weeks week 14 well, he, he went to punt it. It got – did he get smothered? And then he – the ball was like – Yeah, it did. It, got, got to, it was an awesome – he picked it up and kept running and shit. It was an awesome play, yeah. and it, but he hurt himself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He made, yeah. Yeah, made a good tackle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then ended up yeah picking up the ball one-handed from the ground. But, yeah, then yeah went down and got injured. So, it's been, it's been a long – it's been a long time um, that he's been out. But us, us Aussie fans, do, you know, we'd love to see Sipos back. Uh, next, the injuries for the Chiefs. Uh, McCole Hardman, Pelvis, didn't practice in Thursday, and he's doubtful to play in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia, so that's not looking too good. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, he's done his knee. Cardi- uh, Cardius-Tony, ankle, and Legereus Sneed is out with a concussion. <laughs> that was a great effort. <laughs> Thanks. 
that, yeah, love, that was I love that Danny gets stuck with having a ring on the day. <laughs> oh, those, in all fairness, those wide receivers' names for the Chiefs, not fantastic. Not, not fantastic for me to try and pronounce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're tricky. And throw, throw Marquez in there as well. And whew, you got a mouthful. Yeah. Absolutely. Old uh, Travis Carlesis. <laughs> and also, is there uh, any news on Willie Gay, um, Danny Boy? Linebacker for the Chiefs, Willie Gay. Any news there? Uh, not that I have seen yet. But like like I said, we're still a week and a half out before the big dance, so I'm sure more stuff's going to come out yeah. uh, as this goes on. Yeah, plenty of time still. Yeah, we will speak about it more uh, next week. We haven't really locked in a date what we're going to do next week, have we? We'll, we'll discuss it. But uh, there is some news that has come out earlier today, which I'm sure everyone's wondering why we haven't spoken about it. But I did bring it up at the top that the statistically greatest quarterback of all time has hung up the boots for a second year in a row. Uh, and this why time... Why do you say it like that? Why do you say it like that? As in statistically greatest or... Yeah, why are you going to put a caveat on it? Well, I think he – I said it for those who saw us on SENZ. He, he's definitely year by year – so I'll finish what we're saying. Tom Brady has retired again, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> if anyone who didn't pick up who the statistically greatest quarterback. So there's always – you can always argue who the GOAT is, you know, but I don't. you can't argue that he, he is the statistically – he's the best. Of all time, you can't argue that he's got the most rings, he's been to the most Super Bowls, he has the most passing yards, he's got the most passing touchdowns, all of those things. You can't argue that. So I think it's easy just to say he's statistically the goat. But I, I will not. I, I think he's still the goat. Like he's still the best as far as the game goes. He is the best and the greatest that's ever played it at that position. I don't think you can argue that at all. He's hung up the boots on the same day. Funnily enough, Feb first both years. Feb first, yeah. I found that a bit interesting. Um, but this time, it just feels like to me that it's a bit more final. Last time, it went through the whole charade and, you know, he put out a big tweet and all that kind of stuff. This time, it looked like he was sitting on his private beach somewhere, <laughs> bastards, and just said, you know what? Almost got odd. It was a little bit emotional. I Watching it going, oh, I feel for you. But, uh, yeah, he, he's pulled up the boots and... I'm sure I've had a few more memories than you boys have had, but what are your memories, Cards, of uh, the old TB12? Yeah, well, obviously going just on that absolutely dominant Super Bowl run, like, oh, you know, the last, arguably the last two decades have been dominant for the Patriots, but just it was just the Bill and Tom show. And I think that was probably a real growth period for NFL in Australia too, off the back of what Tom was doing, I think like, you know, winning, winning his six Super Bowls with the Patriots. I like, I think I definitely was probably introduced to, to NFL through the Patriots and through Tom Brady. Like, you know, that's, that's the name that you hear um, sort of growing up. Um, yeah. Like here in Australia, sorry, obviously as, as the game is, you know, it's, it's got a big following, but I think it had a real surge through those 2000s to 2010s. Like, you know, in that, in that sort of period, and I, I attribute a lot of that to, to Tom Brady. And, like, you know, he's a, he's a different – he's a more of an old-school pocket-passing quarterback. Like, we see a lot of the new guys coming through, the new class. They like to use their feet. They like to rush. They get out of the pocket a lot more. There's not really – probably your boy Aaron Rodgers is maybe one of the last sort of bastions of that that style of quarterback. But, you know, Rodgers can still use his feet a bit. But, you know, that, that 
traditional like sort of pure pocket passing quarterback, game managing quarterback. Brady's like the last of them to to go now, essentially. And like I think, as you said, touching on it, like obviously he retired last year. It felt like that one got taken out of his hands a little bit. I think that news got broken. Yeah. by someone else before he got the chance to get it out first. So this one, it feels a bit more right. He was able to do it like a, a little bit more on his own terms, got got his own Instagram video out before you know anyone else broke the news. Good timing, did it in the week leading up to the Pro Bowl. Like, uh, so, you know, before a lot of the Super Bowl noise. So I think the timing's right. Like, yeah, I think, I think he's done. I didn't, you know, obviously we all thought he was going to play next year, but just after watching that video and everything, I think he's done. Uh, properly this time. Yeah, absolutely. Danny, what are your memories? Yeah, well, so like Cass was saying, Tom Brady was your household name as far as like, you know, in the NFL world, like everyone knew who Tom Brady was and that was to watch what he did with the Patriots and for him to go to 10 Super Bowls, have his seven rings. It's just, uh, it was just all that impressive and he had, like, you know, he had the league wrapped around his little finger for a little bit there. And he was just, it was the sort of play he just never would want to come up against. And just to see his impressive dominance, it was just a, it was a pleasure to be able to watch it. Yeah. And like you said, Karts, it was always in the growth of Australia there. If before ESPN and everything was jumped on, on board and, and showed games week to week, the Super Bowl would still be, you'd still see the Super Bowl and he was in, 10 out of, you know, what, 14 or 16 or something like that. So we were always seeing his face and he was the one that was, you know, presented to Australia, I guess. Yeah. And, like, just onto your point of, like, you know, the goat argument and stuff and, like, you know, I've I've stirred up the hornet's nest a little bit in the chat. But um, with him being Tom Brady and what he was and what the Patriots were, they were getting everyone's best every week coming for him. And, And so... For him to hold up and do so well and be so successful with everyone bringing it every single week, I think like that that's got to be really looked at and like really emphasized that everyone's bringing it. Like you know, it's like oh, we got the Patriots and Tom Brady this this week. You know, we we are bringing our A game and like you know, he stood up time and time again against everyone's A game. So I think that's got to be emphasized a bit more. Like it, that is definitely a thing and, and a factor that teams do get up for big occasion games and stuff like that and playing Brady and the Patriots would be a big occasion game for a lot of teams. Yeah, 100%. Like you said, they're, they're preparing for, especially in the AFC East, they are, the start of the year, they're going, we want Brady. We've got to take down Brady. So they're spending their whole offseason going, all right, how, how do we beat New England and how do we go from second, third, fourth in the in the AFC East to actually have a chance of, uh, of making the playoffs? Yeah, exactly. Thanks for And it's great. coming out that... Uh, but do um, not... Oh. oh, hang on. Hang on, one more, one That's more, one more. Oh, no, I, want, <laughs> I wanted you, Danny. I wanted you. So come, come, come for <laughs> yeah. me. It, it's, uh, don't, yeah, don't it's coming that, out that the... <laughs> it's coming out that the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, has uh, said that he's completely open for a one-day contract for Brady to come back so he can retire as a Patriot, which I think is huge. Yeah, that's that's a pretty standard operation, and then I'm sure they'll they'll uh, put up a statue. They'll retire number twelve. Um, I don't think you, yeah, they you did can't. It with Edelman just recently, didn't they? Did they put a statue up for him? No, the, the one day contract. I don't know about a statue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's just that's, a, that's just a nice yeah nice way to finish off if you want to go back to your 
you know, your, your, I don't know, your franchise club or whatever you want to call it. Like, because when they when they enter the Hall of Fame, they don't have to nominate a team, do they? Um, not. I imagine if they didn't, if they played for multiple teams, they wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. I'll back you. Yeah, cool. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, but if we do look at some of your stats, the, the biggest thing I I think was... Have you got some in front of you? I do have a couple. Why? What do you want? Oh, I was going to say reel them off because it's so impressive. So the, the biggest stat of all is 45 years old, I think. Uh, the fact that he's still <laughs> able to play at 45. Cats, what's that feel like, mate? Cherry <laughs> uh, right, mate. <laughs> bounce, bounce out of bed every morning. Yeah, you do. You bounce out probably more than me. But uh, so he's got a, he had a twenty three year career, seven rings. He's passing stats. So uh, regular season he had the most eighty nine thousand two hundred and fourteen yards, six hundred and forty nine touchdowns. Adding the playoffs, he had thirteen thousand four hundred and another eighty eight passing touchdowns. So over with that, over a hundred thousand yards. Uh, five Super Bowl MVPs out of his seven wins. And ten appearances, three regular season MVPs, the most wins of all time regular season, two hundred and fifty one, uh, and he I think the most starts of a player as well. And like even the fact that he had something like 48, 48 playoff games or forty eight playoff wins, which is like three seasons. Uh, 48, 48 appearances, appearances. thirty five wins, the most most of anyone. But that's that's another three seasons on top of like yeah, exactly, which right. is huge. So. Yeah. It's incredible. Just yeah, just raw numbers alone. Like listening to that, it's like fuck. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, but do not feel too sorry for him though, Danny, because he's got a lazy. He, he earned three hundred and thirty or three hundred and twenty-three million in his uh, twenty-three years. Besides all the you know extras that you, you do earn, uh, he's he's got a three hundred and seventy-five million dollar contract with Fox Sports waiting for him for ten, 10 years. years. Uh, he's also got he's followed the Peyton Manning Omaha Productions. He's got his own. It's called 199 Productions, which I reckon, Karch, you can guess why it's called 199. No, you're going to have to enlighten me. He was pick <laughs> 199 in the draft. Oh, of course. Of course. Jeez, I thought that was pretty easy. but uh... that, was, that, was, that was some low-hanging fruit. That was right <laughs> I just, I was, I was, my head was stuck in the stats. Sorry. Yeah. So he's got 199 Productions, so it'll be interesting to see who jumps on top of that. I'm sure Fox will probably jump on that, considering he's going there. He's got the Brady brand clothing, and he's got TB12 Sports Health and Wellness. So I reckon he's probably going to be doing all right. He's not struggling. Nah, nah. And he's probably going to be busy enough in the off seasons. Yeah, well, he he's going. He's got. I see. I think essentially he's an analyst for like that's what the um yeah hundred percent. What's it called? Like the you'll be going into the booth as an analyst. Pretty much the role. Yeah, he'll be so enough Tony got- Romo. What Tony Romo has been doing. He'll start yeah, as an well, analyst and end up as a caller. Yeah. So what's um, what's the who's the fox? Is it um Greg? Yeah. Um, Olson. Olson. He he's taken his yeah. spot. Olson's lost the job. <laughs> Sorry. But he's like he's awesome. Yeah. He's so good. Like I, before this all sort of came to a head and Brady retired and it was going to be apparent that he was taking Olson's spot. Like I I really liked Olson's commentary and like he's really he's a really good sort of at explaining the plays and, you know, breaking him down and stuff like that. So stiff, stiff for Olsen, but yeah, yeah. they've all got 375 mil. Like, you know, he's going to, he's going to be getting in there. Sorry, mate. We've got Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that all, that all goes back to 375 like the whole... now. All the, 
goes <laughs> it goes back to oh. the whole like household the whole household name <laughs> thing. Like everyone knows Tom Brady. Everyone in the NFL world yeah. knows Tom Brady. Everyone in the normal world knows Tom Brady. So you put him on anything, he's very marketable. So it's probably a smart, smart thing by Fox. Hey Danny, who did Greg Olsen play for? And what position? <laughs> you know I'm new to this. <laughs> and I always open the hand up. I am. <laughs> and say that yeah. I am. Hit me. Not even gonna stop. I will just say, I will just say quickly to answer Vince's question. Uh he said what about taking Chris Collinsworth's spot? I think he's been contracted to the end of twenty twenty four. Oh fuck, look at you. Maybe. Go. So probably won't take Collinsworth's spot just yet. But Olsen's definitely getting a job somewhere because he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think he, he started as like uh, the Carolina Panthers, uh, like home state caller. He probably, he, he, worst Olsen. comes to worst. Yeah. Worst comes to worst, he'll go back to that. Just like the, the local coverage. Like he was there, the Panthers, like, you know, uh, broadcaster or whatever. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he started. Oh. Chris Meggs doesn't like Collinsworth. Damn. Oh. Jesus. Collinsworth, you know, uh, his voice is kind of iconic. He I mean, is. He was, yeah. 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 That's funny. Anyway, sorry. No, <laughs> you're right. Uh, but before we get into the rest of the news and the coaching It's time roundabout. for questions without notice. I have so many buttons I've got to push now. I've got to stop uh, coming up with segments. But the questions, we have thrice of them. Oh, actually, I added one. So we've got four of them. What's four in fancy words? Quattro? Quattro of them. Four. Four. <laughs> um, I'll ask the one that, I'll, that I don't have written down so I don't forget it. It was to go back to the Asaya play. Uh, yep. Cards, I'll start with you. How was he able to do that and make sure that he was out of bounds um, because we all know that the NFL is rigged. So how was he able to time it so perfectly that he was two feet out of bounds and got him just at that time? I'm not sure what your angle is here. I'm not even going to. I don't know. There's the been answer, so much talk since I then. To answer, your, I answer your question, the NFL is not rigged. It's not rigged? Are you sure? Not rigged. Well, there's the so much stuff. talk about it being rigged. It's bullshit, isn't it? Oh, the amount of stuff that's coming out about it, like oh, how it's, it's just salty supporters, mate. But how hard would it be to Danny. rig the NFL? Like honestly, how hard would it be to rig the oh. NFL? It would be borderline impossible. How how would anyone keep their mouth shut about it if they're actually going to do it? To like the we were just talking about the uh, ref, like the umpires, and then like potentially missing calls. How are they going to also throw in calls that they're not seeing or have it scripted? None of it. Yeah. None of it is possible. It is like it is so far fetched. It just couldn't happen. But yeah, I agree with cuts. The Sorts amount of, of money that they would have to pump into that, yeah, oh, huge. Maxi was leading the charge. Um, <laughs> the amount of money that they would have to throw into be able to rig it, you could put into making full time referees, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if they can't even have full time referees, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's a simple fix, and there's the, there's the money waiting right there. All the all the payoff money. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Well done. Well done. All right. So the, the three real questions that I did have. Uh, Danny, we'll start with yeah. Danny, we'll start with you. Uh, flag football this weekend. How do you reckon it's going to go with trying to save the Pro Bowl weekend? Uh, like with the projection of flag football and where it's hopefully going to go, like potentially being in the Olympics, hopefully it's going to draw a lot more eyes onto it. 
Uh, and realistically, if more people are watching it in the Pro Bowl weekend, they see how good it can be. They can see how enjoyable it is to watch. It might actually pump a lot more focus onto flag football. I, it's pretty big in the States as it is. Like a lot of the juniors go up, grow up playing it and stuff like that. But it would be good for it to have a bit more of a worldwide view of it looking at flag football. So if anything, it should not only save the Pro Bowl, but also boost the numbers for flag football moving forward. Cuts. No, I totally, totally agree with Danny Boy. Obviously, there's a lot of focus on uh, the junior programs playing flag football and building building it up that way, particularly here in Australia. Our chat with Wade uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, made that pretty evident. But uh, in terms of saving the Pro Bowl, it can only it can only help it. I think like that game was irrelevant. Like it was just mm. it was just a nothing game. So at least hopefully this it can be. It's a way of being a little bit more competitive and keeping it entertaining. So I think it's going to be a positive thing. And like like you said, with Omaha Productions at the helm, um, yeah, I'm expecting good things. Did you get across the – so they, they played some games today, including uh, longest drive, um, like some jug ball catching. Uh, what's that game they play with the balls? Dodgeball. Um, did, you, did you get across it today, Cards? No, I haven't seen much. I just saw the end of the longest drive. I think AFC took it out with a three hundred and twenty yard drive. I can't remember who who walloped that, but um, it was a bomb. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen much more. I saw Derek Matty Baxter's brought it up in the chat, but I saw Derek Carr's funny comment yeah, after awesome. he had a pretty pretty good day in like the skills <laughs> challenge. I think. But skills other challenge. than that, I, I, what's that? that? That was the other one I couldn't think of. It's the QB skills. skills yeah. yeah. Other than that, I haven't seen too much of it yet. Yeah. And then that, so they had a, a Thursday night, Friday for us, and then it goes to Sunday. So Monday morning, I imagine it'll go for a few hours. You'll be actually out of sea. I don't know how they're actually going to run it, but um, there's a few more challenges and then the, the flag football to finish, I imagine. Yeah, that, that's obviously going to be their marquee uh, event for the weekend. So, that yeah, that, that should be finishing it off, surely. Yeah. So, that'll be what, Monday for us? Monday for yeah, us. Flag, Correct. Flag football. Yeah, yep. sweet. I'll, I'll definitely tune into that then. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm keen to see how it actually goes. Like, it's it's more of a game of skill than, you know, brute brute force. That's why we're, us yeah, three right. are going to get a gig and go to the Olympics. That's Wade has pretty much guaranteed it, which is awesome. Um, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah it's great. Just uh, a little bit of get glue. the body right. Just a little bit of glue. Glue sweet. But, yeah. Not at all, not at all. We'll, we'll <laughs> learn our way there, but we will have sessions with Jesse Williams beforehand to make sure that we're primed. <laughs> just, yeah, just one on yeah, three, one on three sessions. Well, not 4 a.m. in the morning, though. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to play in the Olympics, you get up at 4 a.m. That's how it works. <sighs> all right, fine. That's it. All right, question number two. Is that for you, Cards? Yeah, yeah, my turn. Should Fox Sports put Tom Brady? Sorry, we're, just, we're on to the Asahis now, just for anyone wondering. Oh, oh, nice little drop. Keep it relevant. Should Tom Brady be put straight into the booth by Fox for the Super Bowl? No. Get him on the pregame halftime report, not in the booth. Danny, do you have anything? I, I couldn't agree more. Straight down the line no. as that one. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. Like he, he played this season, he doesn't need to be in the booth straight away. Yeah, you know he's going to have a mic in front of him. I imagine that would, it would hurt. I wouldn't want to be. Yeah, there. 
Well, he would, he, he would have wanted the Bucks to be there. So, you, do you really want to yeah. be in the booth straight away? I think do yeah, do some pre-game, half-time, even post-game. Throw a mic in front of him for sure, but don't throw him in the booth. Yeah, I and I think just being the ultimate professional that Brady is, I think he'd want a full season under his belt before he's jumping in the booth. Biggest game of the year, most eyes on him. Uh, I don't think he'd want to be putting himself in there. Like they probably do practice mock games and stuff in the off season and stuff like that. Like so to jump straight from playing into the booth, I don't think he'd want anything to do with it anyway. So, but no, nah, definite no for me. The only the only thing I could think that Fox would want to push it is I don't know how many there there is, but they rotate who has the Super Bowl. So this year's Fox. You know, next year might be NBC. The year after that might be ABC. So it could be two or three years before he's on again. That's the only thing I could think they'd be going. Let's fucking get him in there. Let's make him earn his three hundred and seventy-five. Nah, if that's the case, like we said, pre-game halftime report, but definitely not in the booth. Let him get some reps under his belt, even if it is that three four years by then. Yeah, it should be perfect. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, lucky last for you, Mr. Danny Webb. Do you see a career in the media after our SENZ interview with the run home uh, run home team of Mitch McLenahan and Kirsty Stanway? A career for us in the media. Is that what you say? Yeah, yourself. <laughs> this is a question without notice about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know oh, your thoughts. How, how did you go? How, how did you like the experience, Danny? I thought it was good fun. Oh, I love the experience. We were, we were on such a buzz afterwards. We all had to jump on jump on the phone and speak to one another straight away afterwards. No, it was good fun. Really enjoyed it. Uh, if anyone wants to put in the, put us in the media again, give us a call. We'll come. We'll go on anything. <laughs> <laughs> we're a cheap date. Oh, <laughs> here we are. We are very cheap. Very cheap. What about you, Cass? Do you see yourself uh, a career in the media? Oh, I couldn't echo Danny's sentiments any harder. <laughs> it was good fun. Uh, they were great. They were really good hosts and interviewers. Um, but no, it was good fun. And like, yeah, anything we can do to to grow our brand, we'll, we'll bloody jump on it as long as it's you know within a certain few parameters that we've probably got. But yeah. no, nah, it was good fun. I'd love to, I'd love to do more of it. Well, they have said they'll have us back on, which is uh, good for us. We must have done something. Right. Right. At what point is it considered harassment? How many times do you have to message them <laughs> trying to get us back on? <laughs> I hope not too many because I'm already up to probably double figures. To your point there, Macca, any of the fam listening, make sure you jump on. I think we've tweeted the uh, the interview, have we perhaps? Not yet. Not yet. We've, no, got, we have we've got some audio, audio maybe some video coming. So. We have audio yeah, and footage coming. So you'll be able to see it. Yeah. You'll be able to get around us and... Uh, yeah. Get around it when once that all goes live through all the social pipelines. So, yeah, jump on board. We're going gangbusters, eh? <laughs> no, they were, they were awesome. Like, just, honestly, they really were. They, they pumped us up heaps too, so that was great. Oh, geez, they knew their shit. Yeah, yeah they, def- no, they were good. Def- I was a bit definitely surprised, didn't about us, which is uh, took, oh, took I me love the, uh, surprise. Ju- took me so much Junior boy turned senior. That was so, that was so good yeah, on you. Which... Mitch was big on that one. That was great. Yeah. Oh, he loved it. He, he didn't want to let it go either. He <laughs> refused to call you Danny. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've had mates message me. that Obviously, I sent them the link, but then I've had mates message me back since then. They're just calling me junior boy turned senior boy. I was like, I'm the work yeah. experience kid. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> no, it was so yeah. good. It was. It was I've really changed good. your name in my phone, just so you know. That's, oh, the, that's the pillow there, Megs. 
That is. Yeah, it's lovely. It's oh, you want to know what's funny? I, what's funny? I thought about clearing off the pillows before the stream. And I was like, nah, I've had them on every other thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's one of the one things he zeroed in on. So that was pretty funny. Now that I look at your background, how many of those books have you read, Cards? Ooh. None. Definitely definitely all of them at least twice, some of them three times. <laughs> cool. <laughs> With all your spare time. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All yeah, the spare time. I don't watch TV, I just read. <laughs> you're a man you're a man of literature. I like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's get into some actual news. Uh, we're going to go through the, the the coaching roundabout that has occurred. I'm going to rattle off a few, um, the few of the big ones, and then we'll, we'll have a bit of a chat about it. So the Panthers have hired former Colts head coach, Frank Reich, as their for a head coach. Um, I won't ruin the stats that Danny's got on him. Uh, the Jets... <laughs> The Jets have hired Nathaniel Hackett, the former Bronco, as their offensive coordinator. That was a quick hire. Patriots hired, I guess, hired back uh, offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien. He has been in there in the past. The, Cow- the Cowboys have absolutely cleared house. They have let go their offensive line coach, their running back coach, defensive assistant, defensive line assistant, assistant head coach, and now offensive uh, coordinator Callan Moore as well. So they have just cleared. If you want a job, just go. Just go to Dallas, and uh, you're probably half a chance of getting one. Speaking of Callan Moore, he's gone and signed at the Chargers. It was said that he was a mutual agreement to leave, but I do find it a bit strange that he's gone from OC to OC job. I thought the last few years he's been thrown up as a head coaching role, but you know, I guess uh, there's a lot of things that come into that, and a lot of a lot more time as a head coach, so that could be part of it. And the two big ones from this week, the Texans have hired D'Amico Ryans as their head coach and thrown him a six-year deal straight up. He's a former Texan, so that's pretty big by them. And Sean Payton, he looks to be going – well, he is. I think he's going to Denver. I don't have the exact – the. Uh, he's locked in, isn't it? Yeah. Do you have the compensation? That is all the, the, the hires that yeah. I have so far. There's probably more, but uh, we don't need to go too deep so, into it. Do, do either of you have the compensation that he's got? Yeah, I got it. So Denver is sending their 2023 first round pick and its 2024 second round pick to the Saints. Right. There you go. Happy with that? Good hire, bad hire? We'll go with the three head coaches. So uh, Frank Wright. This one. uh, Yeah, this one first. Good good or bad hire? Well, uh, so D'Amico Ryan. Tamika Ryan was apparently the Broncos' first pick due to the compensation that we're actually going to have to give up. So uh, Peyton being the second pick, but they're talking about obviously Peyton being such an offensive guru. Hopefully, help uh, Russell uh, Wilson like you know have a better year than his previous year. So I think that was the other reason that they really wanted to bring him in was to try and you know turn the whole Broncos around by having a bit more of an offensive mind and see if they can do a little bit better this season. Cuts, good or bad? Yeah, well, essentially, he's got to fix Russell, doesn't he? And yeah. probably fix, I guess, the whole scheme that they had this year. Well, I don't know. Do they have a scheme this year? Probably, maybe not. But he's got his work cut out for him. They do have a reasonably good roster. Like, defensively, they're pretty sound. They just need to fix things on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, he's an offensive-minded coach. So, 
fix Russell, and that'll go a long way to fixing the Broncos, obviously. So, uh, yeah, good hire, but a lot of compensation to give up. And I think that was obviously a bit of a sticking point and why uh, Ryan's was still sort of in the conversation to a point, I think, just sort of working out that with uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, I agree. I think is a, a good hire. He's got the uh, the pedigree to win with a, a smaller, aggressive quarterback. You know, he had um, Peyton uh, at at New Orleans. So he, he is Peyton. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> um, he, he had Drew. Drew Brees. He had Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you flounder. I was going to let you flounder, but I didn't. I didn't like the potential dead air there. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, that's fair. I've, I'm, I'm already. I'm on the to the um the YouTube, so I'm already under the next question. But yeah, no, I think it's a good hire. So yeah. it's whether yeah, like it's it's so much dependent. Like he had such a bad year, Russell, that realistically they, they can only go up. Like yeah, so I think a good hire. But the sure, next sure. the next one, Domingo Ryan Vincent said it's an amazing hire. What do you reckon, Cats? Uh, I agree. Played there. He was a, he was a captain there. His his wife obviously still heavily tied to Houston with family and whatnot. So he's going to be reasonably settled going in, which is a great thing. They Houston just need to give him time. They don't have a very strong roster. I think they signed into a six-year deal. So obviously they've been through – this is their third head coach in as many years. So they just need a bit of, bit of stability, uh, give him time to build a culture, get a roster, and then, yeah, don't, don't just fire him next year. He's, he's, you know, more than likely he's not going to have a winning season next year. Give him time, but I think it's a great hire. And and I think they know Danny Yeah, I think they know that he's potentially not going to have a winning season next year, and that's why they didn't give him the whole six years. You're not going to fire someone. I know it's happened before, but you really hope they're not going to fire someone <laughs> the first year into a six year deal. Like five years is a long time to be, to be paying someone money. And like what what same with uh, Peyton. Yeah. And if someone does want to pick him up or whatever, then there's like you know it's got to be a compensation. Is that right, Timac? Correct. Yes. If he's still yeah, under, if he's still under contract. Yeah, he's Matt, still under contract. Matt so Rule like this year. Yeah. yeah. Um so with all of that, I think it's a good hire, a smart hire, defensive minded coach. It will be good uh, for the Texans and hopefully give him some form of consistency and it hopefully stays for the whole six years and can actually do something with the franchise. Yeah. I reckon uh eight hundred million dollars suggests that you can fire someone halfway through a contract. But that's another <laughs> that's another discussion for a previous that's the, day. That's the dead money paid to people that are no longer working. No longer in the working in the building, yeah. So I reckon there, there <laughs> yeah, is a chance like, that sure. you don't last your contract. Yeah, no, I'm not saying not last the contract. I'm saying at least last more than the first year. Give him give him a chance. More than it one. just gives you it gives you a bit more assurance. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I wonder what Hackett's contract was. Well I think the fan base probably want to see a bit of consistency too. Like Yeah. They're the, they're the newest fan base. 96, I reckon, they came in. So, yeah, they definitely need some. I think one thing, and you've heard it here first, uh, literally just come up with it just now. Him and JJ Watt are pretty tight. So I wouldn't be surprised that maybe not next year, give him a year off. A uh, year after that, JJ Watt finds himself back at the Texans in some capacity. Yeah, I think he's been tweeting and stuff already. Like, he's pretty stoked that D'Amico's got the job. So, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he'll be there in some capacity, full sure. Mm. He'll be in the building. Mm. And lucky last, Danny, we'll throw to you Frank Reich. Good or bad call? So, 
Frank Reich was actually started at QB in the Panthers' first ever game in 1995. So he's got a lot of history there with the Panthers. Uh, I think it's going to be a good hire. The Panthers obviously needed someone. Um, hopefully he can do do a little bit with the franchise as well. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you wrapped that up pretty quick. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I've got, I've got more. Cards, what more do you Frank, got for us? Frank Reich himself. Go for it, Danny. Sure, though. It's, uh, hey, it's no. your world. We're just living in it. <laughs> no, no. Cards, take it away. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 oh, so obviously, Frank, obviously, Frank got hired from the Colts, fired from the Colts this year. Um, yeah, cool little stat. Obviously, going back. As the he was their first quarterback, threw their first touchdown pass, uh, all that sort of stuff. So there's that sentimental connection there. Um, I don't know. I think he's an offensive coach. I actually don't know that much about Frank. Um, I do know the Panthers' owner is the second wealthiest in the league. So there's a there's a lot of money there um, to play with. What does that mean? Anything? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've probably got about as much as what Danny just gave you. There. So he's. A- <laughs> I'm gonna say good call. I'm gonna say good call. Uh, so he's the first offensive-minded head coach for Carolina. So that was a big reason why he was picked over Wilts. He is 40-33-1 in his coaching career. There you go. I knew that. I knew that. So you were right. You were you were right on the money. <laughs> T-Mac, good or bad hire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm watch, uh, you watch me flounder a lot. I'm just loving watching you just paddle here. Just keep, keep going with this. Great. Now, nah, I think uh, much the same as the Texans. I think it's probably a good hire. Bring the the culture back to to Carolina. You know, I don't know if they they lost it a little bit. They, Steve Karts, you might need to help me out. The guy who took over, um, the interim coach. Yeah, he seemed to bring the culture back. You know, they were playing for each other. They didn't have huge names, but they were getting the job done. You know, two out of every three weeks, or. Uh, and actually had a winning record after they, you know, we 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 said they were blowing up. So yeah, Steve Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Um, yeah. yeah, that was after they cleared house. They got rid of McCaffrey and who else left? Uh, Anderson left in a bit of a spiteful. Yeah. Uh, the wide receiver Robbie Anderson. He seemed a little bit spiteful between him and uh, might have been his wide receiver coach or maybe the offensive. I'm not sure, but yeah, just seemed to galvanize the team a little bit. So yeah, and like I like they they put a video up on their socials where. Uh, Reich was, uh, when he first came to be the quarterback, he was holding up the jersey. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's a nice colour. It's cool, it's cool. And then they did it with him. He's like, yeah, no, it's still a nice colour. You know, it was pretty – Yeah. It was cool that way. Just to – yeah, I reckon he'll bring back the culture. And same, they can't be going in there thinking we're going to be a winning season next year. Just just the building blocks, build a house. Let's, let's build our way back to, you know, the – it wasn't that long ago they had Cam Newton at the helm taking him to the Super Bowl. So – that's right. Yeah, yeah, and a lot, and a lot of a lot of the comments in the chat are that Frank will bring stability and he'll he'll, he'll help build that culture, mm. which yeah, definitely what the Panthers need to move forward after yeah, what well, was a bit of a dumpster fire of a, a season for him this year. Yeah. Do you have anything to finish with there, Danny? Or yes? <laughs> uh, I've got a question for you. You ready? Oh, sure. Hang question? on. Do we want a question without notice? Or? Yeah, hit me. Go. No, no, you're right. 
<laughs> or do you want it? All right, hang on. I'll oh, give no, it. I'll oh, give it. Yeah, sorry, it's I think, time for questions without notice. Without notice. I'll give you the the wheel. So you, what you've been uh, tor- tormenting me for weeks with, with that <laughs> with that exact clip. Oh. That's why I wanted to hear it first. Uh, can you name yeah. the and same for the people in the chat? Can you name the four teams that Frank Reich played for? Oh, all right. So. I reckon you've given me one, <laughs> the Panthers. He, he started yeah. the Panthers. I know he was part of the Bills. Is that right? Yep, correct. He was. He was drafted by the Bills. Because I reckon he was part of the biggest. Yeah, that's what I meant. I reckon he was part of the biggest ever comeback, maybe in playoffs history, possibly. Um, so, so he Bills to Panthers. That's correct. So was the Bills say... from eighty five to ninety four? Then he was the Panthers from ninety five. Cast you. I've got two. How are you going? <laughs> this isn't my question. This is uh, you. I'm going <laughs> to say that he would have gone to somewhere, maybe Atlanta. Nah. This is uh, so his next two teams. The next two teams. Nah, you just for, guessing. Yeah. The next I'm two teams. <laughs> the next two teams he played for was the Jets in ninety six and then the Lions in ninety seven. And the '98 season, yeah. Oh, he's in my division, but probably pre me, to be honest. Yeah, pre me. <laughs> Thank uh, you. He gets around a bit. Pre-me, yeah. yeah it did. No, nice. Uh, that that's all you've got. That's nothing. Yeah, else. that's it. That was just I, the one. I've There's, got a question. <laughs> we this for you. Oh, for fuck! All right, go. What do you got? <laughs> this is my segment, Mate. not yours. <laughs> so, how do you feel about? And this is from Megs. How do you feel about the possibility that Lazard? Mm. Through free agency, maybe heading to Seattle. I have something uh, for you and possibly Ooh. Megs. Just uh, of courtesy of a friend of mine, I just rang him up and I said, can you just record something for me? So keep my oh. team's name out your fucking mouth. Will Smith <laughs> just popped up and said, look, just shut up. Just shut up. Keep my team's oh, name <laughs> Just keep my team's name out your mouth, all right? We do not need... This is nothing to do with the Packers. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I thank a good friend of mine, Wilbur. He uh, was happy to... <laughs> so you don't, you don't want to talk about... You don't want to talk about Alan or, or Rogers potentially leaving? Uh, no, we can, we can talk about it. This is, back of that. this is perfect timing because we actually are finished. So let's go Let's go to the fam. Uh, all right, so Lazard and Rogers leaving. I'll, I'll, I'm kind of of the opinion that I'll believe it when I see it. Like I know there's a lot of stories about Rogers, especially that he's on the way out. Um and, you know, that they're talking and dealing without him knowing. I'm sure things like that do happen. Um, but I, I kind of believe it when I see it. Um, and then when I do see it, I won't believe it. So I'm really caught up between the two. Lazard, uh, I could probably see him leaving more only because he's out of free agency now. Well, he's in free agency now. So he's realistically good enough to get some big offers from a lot of people. So... Yeah, I, I could see him going, which would be a shame because he's one of ours, but doesn't mean we lose him. He'll probably still be one of ours because I, I, I am in contact with his agent pretty regularly. So it'll be yeah, a shame. I, you, I'm a huge fan of Lazard, so I don't want to lose And you him. know I'm bullish on them Seahawks, so he can still stay our man for sure. Mm. Mm. 
any other? What I'd else? Love to, see, I'd love to see him at Seattle. Him and Gino get a nice little connection going. Oof. No hell thanks. Yeah. No thanks. Yes, um, yeah, I agree with Matt, uh, Matthew. He he's not going in the NFC. They don't want to. They want to lose to him in the Super Bowl. Not not in the uh, not in the uh, regular season of the NFC Championship. If Rogers does go, <laughs> any other? Yeah, what else have we got from the fan, mate? You're our you're our fan man. Uh, there's just been a few pots at you here and there, but I think. Whoa, what have I done? We got to most of them. Wayno Wayno was bringing up that. Rogers is going to leave the Packers. Obviously, we just touched on that. What my way? Oh, yeah, oh, come on, Wayne. <laughs> Matty, Matty brought up doing? an interesting one. Does Does Chicago trade Justin Fields? I sort of said no. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think they hang on to him. Like second half of the year, they started to show a little bit the Bears. So I, I think they held on to him. Did they? <laughs> they finished. Oh. They finished last. Yeah, they, but they were showing a little bit. Yeah, but they. What, what they are they going to get? Towards the instead, what are they going to get? The... I don't think there'd be yeah, too many people chasing him. Yeah, so I don't know. If they, if they do look to trade, if they do look to trade, are they going to get enough back? That's the real, the real question. Or are they better sticking with him? I think they stick with him. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they get much back at all. Like, he, I don't mind him as a QB, but he just hasn't. Uh, he's. I don't think he's got the trade value yet because he hasn't. Put together enough. Um, he he definitely went towards. He had a good win. Was it New England? Maybe, um, but he was pretty much a second running back. It like, was, yeah. It was. It was definitely New England. Yeah. Like he didn't. If teams will work him out pretty quickly, and you know, I, I think I'd rather him rushing for eighty yards than throwing for three fifty. Like I reckon he's going to be less dangerous doing that, and that's what he was doing towards the back end of every, like pretty much every game in the back end of the season. Yeah, yeah there's, heaps of, there's heaps of chat going around about that he's rushing too much as a quarterback. So, do we are they the number one? Did Houston get number one or did they get number one? I believe they've got number one. Okay, so I think we'll learn pretty quickly what their intentions are, whether they're getting another QB or not. Yeah, true, true. Ravens have two starters in Lamar and Huntley, yeah. And Huntley's now in the AFC Pro Bowl. They got to get that deal done with Lamar. Yeah. Or, or or is it just going to be as simple as a franchise tag? For Lamar, yeah. But do you reckon they do the uh, exclusive or leave it as non-exclusive? Well, they just leave themselves open. If they don't, I mean, it's going to cost them a little bit more. But ultimately, if they want to keep him, it's got to be exclusive, doesn't it? I reckon the tag numbers have come out. I'll have a look. You keep talking about whether they do or not. I think they do. Yeah, I think they do. They don't. They don't want to risk losing. Like they, they want to keep him. It's just they're they're hesitant. They were just hesitant on that big money. I think just worried about injuries. But which ultimately, if it comes down to exclusive or or just franchise, yeah, I, I see they keeping him with an exclusive franchise tag. Danny, what do you do? Do you exclusive or non-exclusive? Him? Uh, I think he's like too skilled not to. Like they, they don't mm. want to lose him. Especially with uh, all, all the no. open spots, all the open spots at quarterback, like around the league at the moment, no. it, it, it'd go somewhere. It'd go somewhere, and you'd make a difference. So I think they exclusive tag him. They want to hang on to him for sure. Yeah, no, you. To your point, there, you're exactly right, Danny. There's there's too many franchises in need of a quarterback that would happily snap Let's him up. Snap him up straight away. Risk. 
Okay. If, if you can't get a deal done, you're not going to risk not exclusive tagging him. Not at all. No way. I'm sorry for this dead air. Oh. I found it. I'm just waiting for this photo to load. <laughs> yeah, this will be the oh. process. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. On that cast. Oh, Tom Pellissero uh, is killing me. <laughs> On that cast, who do you think? Oh, I'm, just trying to read the, I'm just trying to read the... A lot of a lot of the chat a lot of the chat is saying yeah he stays at the Ravens gonna be tagged. Oh no, Maddie Maddie said Lamar to the Dolphins if Tua has concussion issues in the future maybe, but that, that won't play out till next year. Like Tua's Tua's still gonna be at the Dolphins for next year, so that won't play yeah. out till at least next year. Right, so um, when's Lamar's uh, agrees. When Lamar when is Lamar's deal up? Non exclusive non ex sorry, sorry. I've got it here. Non uh, no, he's not on a deal. He just gets franchise tags every year. Yeah, okay. So Next yeah. year will be thirty-two million, but um, if he was non, if he was exclusive, it's the top five from this year. So it'll be there's a fifty million, there's a couple of so it'll be fifty. It'll be pretty much eighteen million dollars more they'll have to pay. Which you know, at the end of the day, is that much money for for they're, a, bi- they're billionaires? Aren't they? I think no. they. I think they take it. <laughs> so I've just gone onto the uh, the YouTube. I see Wayno says he saw the sign "Choose Love." Uh, that was on the back of on the helmets. You know they have the. Uh, I know the NBA did a lot of it where they were putting signage on their on their jerseys and stuff like that. They do that on the back of their helmets, and um, I think Patrick Mahomes has "Choose Love," and and Wayno sent me a message saying it's a sign from above saying that they're going with. Uh, Jordan Love over Aaron Rodgers. So I don't think so. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I was, trying to, that's I, I was trying to make sense of that. Sorry, Wayno. I, I didn't quite understand what that meant, Wayno, but uh, that makes sense now. So Megs is just asking to explain the difference between the tags. Yeah, okay. So, Maka, you have to run that. So the franchise tag is, is what 99% of players will get, it, and that's the top five salaries from your position um, averaged out over the last five years, uh, and exclusive is top five salaries from the year just gone. Um, and also, if you're non-exclusive, people can offer two first-round picks. On I don't know if that's just for the quarterback or if it's for every position, but two first-round picks, uh, and they can. Got to assume it's claim on the position, but yeah, and they can claim you. And then, so if it's Lamar, then Baltimore would have to uh, either match or up the offer to keep him. So that's the difference between the two. Yeah, so an exclusive franchise tag is going to cost them more money to keep him, but more likely to hang on to him. Well, no one can touch him for another year at least. Yeah, exactly. So, So, yeah, you're essentially paying for the ability to keep him for another year. Yeah. All right, we, I reckon we're starting to dribble a little bit too much. Cardi's had a few of those acais and stuff. We do not have a multi at the moment. I'm sure one of us can chuck one up over the weekend that we can get around. There's not much sport. Probably, actually... What, can, you, can you bet on the Pro Bowl? Uh, or is it, too, is it too much of a friendly that you probably don't want to bet on that? I probably wouldn't, but we'll see if there's some markets. Otherwise, I reckon, Danny, do you reckon you could throw an NBA one up for us? I can 100% throw an NBA one up for you. Over the weekend, for sure. All right. So we'll, we'll put that on the socials, the Twitters, the Instagrams, all the other ones. 
Uh, quickly, just to answer, just to answer Meg's question, she said, "If Seattle tag Gino, which one would it be? That would just be a franchise tag. They wouldn't go. I can't see that going exclusive. Nah, no, that'd just be yeah. normal. So that'd be paying 32. 32 are the best. Yeah. Which and Gino's getting paid for sure. Oh, we Gino put it out there. A few people. Well. Yeah. Yeah, Gino wants to stay, but he'll Gino get paid. Out, yeah, Seattle yeah. will pay. Three yeah. years. Gino's come out and said that. Be, yeah. Gino's came out and said that he wants like, to be you know, Seattle was yeah, well Seattle was the one who gave him his chance, so he, he wants to be there, he wants to keep on playing for him. It's good on him, so he should. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Well done, boys. I reckon that's we, we were struggling a little bit uh to think that this was gonna be a an interesting episode, but I reckon we've done pretty bloody well. Why hey, would we, it we've help? paid uh We've turned water into wine. Yeah, <laughs> only because it's, a, be it's Pro Bowl week, and we thought, yeah, just because it's a yeah, it's a dead, it's a dead week this week. Obviously, the Super Bowl another week away, but no, nah, hey, we 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 fumbled our way there. We did, we did well. Uh, thanks to Tom Brady for retiring to give us something to really talk about during the middle, and uh, <laughs> yeah, good luck to him. But no, next week we are we are planning. Hopefully, if we can get our ducks in a line alive. Uh, which we are live now, but with all three of us in the same room, so that'd be pretty pretty unreal. Yeah, watch watch this space. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll be working on that during the week. Mm. And yeah, we'll give, uh, it'll give be out on the socials that. which day. Yeah. Our three rude heads all in there together. That what could go wrong? Yeah, yeah. yeah the day the day might change depending on uh, where we can get in and if we can get in. So just keep yeah. your eye on the socials. Availability. So we'll yeah, we'll, we'll keep you updated on when. when we are going live. All right. What? One last thing. What are you laughing at, Cards? Sorry. Oh, Megan's just saying thanks, but then also thanks to Green Bay for Lazard. <laughs> she just <laughs> she's a dog with a bone. Do you want she me? Wants to, she wants to see you sad. Keep my team's name out <laughs> your fucking mouth. Will Smith's back. He says, oh, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't agree with Megs more. I want to see you stand. Yeah, that's harsh. That's harsh. All right, well, let's wrap this up before everyone keeps having a go at me. Yeah. If you do enjoy this podcast, tell your friends, your family, and your Kiwi mates. They are getting around us, and we are going global. Give us a yes, five-star rating. Mates. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a five-star rating, rating even. Leave a review. Set the little timer, especially on YouTube, so you do know when we're here and you can have a chat with us on the socials. Find us on all of them, AGSAU Podcast on Twitter. The boys, I went through your one earlier. Instagrams, anygivensunday.au. TikTok, Facebook, anygivensunday, Australia. YouTube, which you are most listening to now, is Any Given Sunday Australia Podcast. Thank you, boys. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you, Alan Lazard. Go the Packers. and New merch on the way. New oh, merch yeah, on the great way. chat. Yeah, for those who have hung on. New merch is actually oh. being ordered and it'll be here. There won't be many left. But soon. I, these will be the first people to get in. Yeah. Well done. Well done to those who have hung on. Yeah. So we do have actually, it's on the way. It'll be here within 10 days. Yeah. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> See you, boys. See ya. See you, fam. <laughs>